Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show at 11.50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. I tell you, we have some lovely days out here uh, in Seattle. Our fall is uh, spectacular. We have sunshine. The rain has kind of disappeared. Uh, it is beautiful. I proclaim that uh, fall was made for colored people because all those colors out there are really look good on us. So I'm going to bring my guests on here. And I want to thank everybody who came to the breakfast, and I'll have some time to talk about that on the end of the show. Um, but I want to bring my guest in. He's always a, he's not entertaining. He's informative. He's not trying to entertain us at all. He's not like somebody else. He's not entertaining. How you doing, Mr. Wright? I'm doing fine, Reverend Harriet. A uh, little uh, surprised at what happened last Tuesday and what's continuing to happen right now with the uh, electoral process in our in our country. And uh, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, uh, Donald Trump was going to wait and uh, to go down to uh, Florida in December uh, to get involved with Herschel Walker's race. But now since uh, uh, the, the Democrats have secured the Senate and a one extra will have what I call a mansion check, if they if one of them want to go sideways like Joe Manchin did, then they'd have an uh, extra seat to cover that. But uh, I just hope that everybody uh, go out and vote in, in Georgia. And uh, we'll see. As a matter of fact, it's my understanding now that former President Donald Trump will be announcing tomorrow at, uh, I guess, 9 o'clock Eastern time that he's going to be running for re-election in 2024. And it would really be something if he went down to Florida uh, and they put him in handcuffs for... Uh, trying to find 11,780 votes. And it's also good that most of the election deniers did not win. A couple of them did. And I don't think Marco Rubio, he supported. I don't think he was a denier. But uh, it just goes to show you. And then Washington State, uh, because of uh, Jamie Herrera Butler voting to uh, impeach Donald Trump, she lost her primary. But this uh, out, real far outright guy, Joe Kent, lost to uh, to, the, to the Democrats. So this state's won one race anyway, and it's just good because I was listening to some of the blowback uh, from uh, Fox News they had on MSNBC. Oh, it's going to be a red wave. No, it's going to be a tsunami of red. And I mean, these guys, and then on election eve, uh, one of the people said, seems like they're having a wake over at Fox News. Uh, there's not very much joy going on. But, you know, uh, we'll just see what happens because it's going to be really the Civil War, I don't think, is going to happen within the Republican Party. Because uh, if the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers and the Three Percenters start dealing with the moderate Republicans, then, you know, that's just between them. So it's going to be some very interesting days ahead. And I know a lot of folks are disappointed. And now we got some members of the Republican Party pointing things at each other. But that's up to them. And it's up to us to continue to make sure that we're vigilant. And we show that's up. That's right. That's right. Make sure we keep our agenda. That's right. Have, have our agenda on the table. But also for everybody who can, if you can't do nothing but send $5 down there to help our, our, our help one up. I mean, you know, just because it takes money to win. The other side is suited and booted, but all the people, all the rich people, you know, a lot, a lot of the rich people, uh, uh, corporations, they support the GOP. And so they so they rushing money there. And Lindsey Graham was crying on the television talking about, you know, people of color and, uh, you know, Herschel Walker and, you know, uh, and that uh, people should just rush money down there. Well, you know, they're getting lots of money because uh, that other side is trying to have some. But if you only, only got $5 or $10, I mean, I'm going to send a little money. Uh, I did I did support the campaign. I sent something. So you can't run. You can't win a runoff without money. And that's just how it is right now in America. That's just strange. I wonder if Lindsey Graham's going to take his donation to Herschel Walker when he appears before the grand jury in Georgia. That would be something because he went all the way to the Supreme Court on that. He thought Clarence it, was going to help him. He, he even went to Clarence. He, he even filed in the in the circuit where, where Clarence would come to him first. But I guess Clarence decided that he needed to just kind of stand down on this one. No, that's what other justices told him to stand down. You know, We know what he wanted to do. But uh, and the same thing with uh, Donald J. Trump. Uh, you know, the grand jury is out on him, too. They got the recording. And I tell you right now, even though Stacey Abrams lost, I must say that Republican governor and that lieutenant governor and that secretary of state had character. And Trump and used uh, 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 Mark Meadows, uh, Lindsey Graham. He used everybody to get these guys to bend. They wouldn't bend, and then they were outcasts. They, they were talked about. 
but they did the right thing. So they all won re-election. And I mean, while I supported Stacey Abrams, uh, I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, this was one Republican that had character and, and, and the fortitude to stand up against the evils of Donald J. Trump. Well, he's a tyrant and, and more of the people, I mean, a lot of these guys would not have done that. Uh, I mean, they just lost their common sense, their common dignity. And if they had any character, they lost their character because they knew in their heart that this guy was wrong. Uh, but again, it's about white supremacy. It's about it's about it's about trying to make uh, the Bible the uh, the the, uh, the Constitution of America, uh, and um, and 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 having these people in charge of us uh, and everybody else, and it's not going to work. I mean, it might work for a little while, but it's not going to work. And so far, so I mean, I'm encouraging people to make sure you help uh, uh, help uh, help help one uh, uh, I mean, you know, whatever you can down there uh, in in uh, in Georgia, because uh, Georgia. Georgia has this stupid runoff to make sure that the black person can't hardly win. That's racist and what it is. I mean, although you got two black people running right now, I mean, right, for, but, but, but it's an unfair runoff. I mean, the way that they yeah. have it structured you know, down there. Reverend Harry, they had the same thing I can recall when Julian Bond ran against, uh, uh, and everybody thought Julian was a shoe-in, when he ran against John Lewis. And they had to have a runoff, and John Lewis won. And I used to tell Julian Bond before he passed, you know, that was, I know you lost the election, but that was one of the greatest members of Congress ever, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, John Lewis was a, a person of character and uh, was not going to get deterred by anything anybody said when he felt like he was doing the right thing and get, making that good trouble. So, uh, well, but, but what I'm talking about, like in this state, the, the, the person with that, okay, if it's within a thousand votes, then they do a recount. And mm -hmm. then, I mean, that's how they settle it here. I mean, so 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 you don't have you don't have to have a second vote for two people uh, to to get a winner, and there's sort of something wrong with that kind of system that you can't yeah. have a second vote to. But I understand yeah, and, what you're talking about. You're talking about oh, you had a positive outcome. Uh, I mean, uh, in in those days, and you're right about that. Yeah. I mean, but I'm just saying that in most states, you don't have you don't have that the person who gets within a thousand votes, they're going to do a recount. Mm -hmm. And then uh, if the votes uh, stays the same, that person wins, you know? Yeah. And now they're talking about doing rank, rank choice voting in oh, Seattle. Well, it takes a, you know, rank choice. That's, these are the same people who messed up the police department. So why would you trust the people who messed up the police department to talk about rank voting? Okay. Well, it is know, already rank voting. You've got to rank voting. The two people makes it through the primary. Mm -hmm. you got to rank voting. to their party. And I like that too. Regardless of party, the top two vote getters will get to go. I like that idea too. Yeah, but, 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 but how can we trust the people who messed up the police department to bring us anything good? But no, that's what that will be up to the people. It's not up to, to any. It's up to the people to make that happen. They, the people vote on that. Uh, they will not. They will. The city council, the mayor's office, no one will have anything. That's that's something. One thing. But 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 who? But, but why was it on the ballot? Somebody had to put it on the yeah. ballot. The people didn't put it on the ballot. It had to mm -hmm. come from some politician to put it on the ballot. I have to do a little research and find out where that came from. That's a very good question. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Why is it on the ballot? And mm -hmm. I think Jake Inslee want to go to that. I mean, why do you want to fix something that's not broken this state? It's mm -hmm. not broke. Our system works. Mm -hmm. Well, there's one other race I was watching kind of close to. And uh, the three, the black that lost uh, the Senate and... <clears throat> New North Carolina, the former Supreme Court justice uh, in Wisconsin. For, uh, I mean, that was a real lackluster center. And then uh, we do have a black governor of Maryland. Uh, Maryland's like 29% African-American. Uh, but then in other areas, uh, I would think the thing that, uh, the reason why they were voted against, they were superior candidates is because they, they were black. I just have to say that. Uh, because everybody was thinking that the Supreme Court justice and um, Mandela Barnes, you know, he's been the lieutenant governor. Oh, did he lose? Yeah. Okay. And Ron Johnson, the most okay. lackluster, incompetent. He talks, uh, uh, you, you can never get him to stay on the same point. He changed his mind. I mean, you're talking about a waffle. He's a waffle. But, you know, uh, he's their senator. And in Michigan, the Democrats took completely over because, you know, they, that was the governor uh, 
And they tried to kill her. They tried yeah, they to, were gonna kill her. Yeah. Her. yeah. Anyway, uh, she won, and uh, the, the Democrats took over the House and the Senate there. And then another thing, I was looking through a little research: uh, the the black flight out of California. Uh, and the thing about it is, in Los Angeles, the blacks are leaving there, going to Riverside suburban areas, but they're also going to Nevada, Georgia, and Texas. So they're going back well, yeah, to yeah, where, after a while, where Texas we migrated is be, from. Texas is going to be a blue state. A lot of people going to Texas. A lot of folks going to uh, to uh, to uh, uh, to Arizona. You know, I mean, so they can have the and and like you say, Georgia, um, and, and uh, also a lot of the women who was against, uh, uh, you know, who was for, you know, uh, wanted to, uh, you know, wanted wanted to right, you know, wanted wanted to fight for uh, abortion rights. Did not vote for the uh, for the black uh, woman that was running for mayor. They voted for the white guy who was against everything. They all talked about they wanted to. So at the end of the day, the white women in um, in um, in Los Angeles did not deliver for the well, black. Well, not only that, but you also had thirty nine percent of the Hispanics voted for Republicans. Okay, <laughs> and then only fifty three percent fifty three percent of white females voted for Republicans. So that's one thing about anything you know, about a yeah. black woman. We know what happened here. Carmen, yeah. They ran yeah. Carmen out. So yeah. that's right. Yeah. So, but isn't that amazing, though? I mean, because of really, um, and, and now everybody calls themselves Latinos. And so even Mexicans are being called Latinos because Mexican people really kind of fought that word because they, you know, the, the, uh, Latino well, is a new word that came up about 45, 40, 50 years ago. Well, we work with the Chicano population. There was a Chicano division at the EOP at the University of Washington. Roberto Magasas was the leader of the Chicano community. Yeah, and don't even so, hear that word that no more. That, differenti that differentiates. Well, there's some Latinos I can work with. There's a lot of folks, you know, from like Puerto Rico and other places who call themselves Latina, Latins or Latinx. Well, but yeah, see, when we I grew up in about Florida. That's a whole different story because I, I can't coalesce with people who are where 39% of this group, and that's why I know who I know and who I've worked with before in that community, I continue to work with. But uh, I just think people got to be real careful when they say black and brown, because are you talking about 39% of the people that, you know? But then again, if you say black and brown, which I guess they can tell us, are you talking about Kanye West or, or Clarence <laughs> Thomas? So I, mean, so I can't throw well, the rocks at anybody. we're not a monolith for sure. Those rocks, those rocks are thrown right back at me, because. We have some too, but we don't have 39% of them. That's all I'm saying. Well, but also one more point before we go. I mean, when I grew up, uh, Puerto Ricans was considered Afro with Negroes. And they went to, when they came to Florida, they went to black schools. And it was only when the word, uh, when only when they came up with the word uh, uh, Latinos that, uh, that they had a category, but they were classified as black people uh, uh, when they came to the South. Uh, and so what that happened is the population was going too big. And so they, decided to slice those out of that and come up with this other. It's all a game, though. But thank you, Mr. Rye. And uh, I know right. we'll have some interesting conversation again and continue to uh, continue to do what you do. And I'm glad that you were available today. Uh, thank you very much for allowing me to come back, ma'am. We appreciate you. And, I, you know, thank you for whatever you're going to do for our breakfast. I mean, we had a nice breakfast. It was wonderful. Uh, uh, Gabe Galando was just a wonderful person to get the uh, get the Thurgood Marshall um uh, 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 attorney of the year award and uh, retired Judy, a uh, retired judge Judy uh, uh, Hightower was excellent. So anyway, well, so how can people contribute? Time. How can people contribute? Oh, you go to, to mothers, mothers, go to our, 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 our website, our mothers, SL mothers for police accountability.org. All right, ma'am. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. So much. <laughs> Listen to the Mothers Justice Show on 1158 AM KKNW. I'm your host. We'll be right back. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com healing.com today runners to your mark set some may see a sprinter at the nfhs we see a future leader already off to the races some may see a volleyball player good hit way to go girl Woo! at the nfhs 
we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS, the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America, helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders. And we see it happening in communities across Washington every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at NFHS.org. This message presented by the NFHS, the National Federation of State High School Associations. Hi, this is Dr. K. Mahina Intron, inviting you to tune in on Mondays on 1150 KKNW at 5 p.m. to Dr. K's Attuning to Your Abundance where we honor everyday abundance through positive messages, poetry, music, affirmations, and writing exercises. For more information, contact drkworkshops at gmail.com or Facebook, Dr. K's Abundance. There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150kknw.com. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 11:50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. I have the best station manager. He always gets the right songs for me, even when I don't send a music list. I just thank you so much, Eric. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, it's our songs. We grew up on some of these songs, so it makes us happy. It might not make everybody else happy, but it mm-hmm. makes me happy. Uh, yeah, I want to bring my guest on, uh, my local guest here, local people today. I mean, Francis is supposed to come on later. I'm going to bring uh, Miss Victoria Beach here. On, uh, she's with the African American Advisory uh, to the Police Department, and also she's a uh, well, you know, she's more than an activist. Activist kind of diminishes people's works, and uh, you know, I mean, she's more than an activist. She's a she's a, a she's a human rights worker. She's like she's working for human rights, not civil rights, because that means the law. That means they can give them to you and take them back. Mm-hmm. So you're a human rights worker, more than an activist. Okay, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you're you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I know that you're planning something. Uh, you've been planning. I mean, I mean, you might want to give just a little update about uh, Ingram today, if you can, if, if that's not privileged. But if it is, then, you know, we can wait till another time. But uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I'd be happy to. Okay. Yeah, I have a friend who uh, works there, and I had no clue she works there. And she was on the scene, and... Uh, got a hold of me through somebody else and asked me to come out and support. I went out this morning, saw a lot of the kids were back and they had their signs ready to rally, but it it, it was a lot of sad faces and, and lost. You look at them and, and they're traumatized. Yeah, they are traumatized, but we want to just mention that last Tuesday uh, there was a, a, a shooting at the at a local uh, high school in Orbison, and you were there today at the high school, right? You want to call the name of the high school? Ingram High School. Ingram High School, uh, and a young man lost his life, uh, and two young people uh, have been arrested uh, uh, for that, and they're probably going to be arraigned this week, so now you can continue with the, I just wanted to let our listeners know what had happened, the reason yeah. why you were there, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, and um, everybody there. I mean, it it they pulled um, uh, family support workers from all the schools, and they were all there for support for the staff and kids. And you know, everybody was coming together, hugging and checking on each other, and um, just very supportive of the staff and kids. Do they have any grief counselors? Because family support workers are not grief counselors. Yeah, they had uh, grief counselors. Uh, the superintendent was there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they they had they had a lot of support in the school, and um, I saw. Well, that's good. That that's yeah. really good. I mean, it's yeah. really good, and I and I think they I think they had some great demands, and I heard the mayor said that. Um, you know, this, you know, he's waiting. I guess the students are speaking, and um, you know, I mean, he he just said well, we listen to the students, and uh, it's time to listen to somebody. You know, it I mean, is. Like, I mean, because the weeping mothers, black mothers, didn't get no play. Okay, no play. So, so you know, it's like wow. And uh, and of course, we we uh, we were all mourning the death of uh, Devon Pickett, uh, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and your son-in-law and my my son, and you know, I mean, it's a well. It, did a wonderful trip tribute. By the way, I saw your son-in-law today. Oh, <laughs> coach, uh, coach Terrell, I ran into him. Great coach, you know, a great guy. Uh, yeah. And, um, 
he's really hurting because some of his uh, another one of his um, coaches, somebody that he coached as a little person, uh, also uh, was murdered in Atlanta or something like that. I heard oh. from Tundi. So uh, so he's really hurting. I mean, this guy, he is he's fathered so many children. Yep. We could do a whole show about how many of these little boys that he has fathered. He's and he is so engaged, like you were when you were at the school. You were also about the kids' homework. He, I mean, if the kids, he, he wants the kids to be smart, you know, not just to be out there yeah. learning how yeah. to play football, but to be smart. But um, anyway, we send our condolence out. We, we, you know, mothers is always available to work with uh, people. Uh, you know, we are, we're the, we're the group who've grown older doing this work. <laughs> Yeah, we matured up. You know, thirty-two years is a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and a lot of changes. But it's a lot of things that needs to be fixed. And uh, so I think you know you have something going on today that I mean tonight you want people to know about. Yes, uh, the African American Community Advisory Council is having um, Shot Spotter um, staff. They they flew out today to do a demonstration of the shot spotter and to answer all and every question. Um, I think it's important for not only people that, that support it, but people that don't support it because you, if you're going to find out what it's about, you're going to hear from the people and um, you know, don't what, what, what I'm having a hard time struggling with this is don't make your mind up until you, you educate yourself about it. And so um, that's what they're here for. I'm not pushing it on anybody, but just come in and hear for yourself and, and see the demonstration and get your your questions answered. So we're meeting today at um, six o'clock um, at the Emerald City Bible Fellowship Church. That's Pastor Harvey Drake's church. And um, six to eight, come be a part of the discussion, whether you're for it or not. And that address is 7720 Rainier Avenue South, I believe that is, uh, 98118. And so if you put in Emerald City uh, Bible, uh, a church is going to come up or either, uh, so either one, that that's going to come up for you. But we really do. I mean, I want you on because I want really, uh, uh, I want to support you. Mothers does. I mean, because we're about information. See, with yeah. information, if information, nobody's in the dark anymore. Right. And this system wins because all of the information is never on the table. Mm-hmm. And so people make, make a decision based on bad information, uh, old stats uh, that Lisa Herbal had sent out, council member had sent out, Lisa Herbal had sent out something <laughs> last month to, to um, talking about a uh, town hall on ShotSpotter with stats from 17, 2017 and 18 <laughs> and 15 or whatever it was. The world has changed. Right. And so some of the stuff they're talking about has, you know, these people have made a lot of improvement, but I've talked to people around the country and I've researched it. I mean, it's in Houston. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and in Houston, they've had a dem- dem- demonstrable uh, 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 evidence that, that, that violence and gunshots have gone down. Uh, also Detroit. Detroit got a little ticker that you that talked about last year this time and this year this time without the shot, uh, shot spotter and with the shot spotter. Uh, uh, and also, um, where else is that? And also, uh, you have family members who are willing to talk about it, or people who are willing to talk about it. And it's in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. I'm going to ask my ask Omari to check that out for me because his father lives there, my former husband. But um, it's a Rocky Mountain. It's a little town. It's not big. It might be, it might be largest Tacoma, <laughs> but it might not be. But I said, wow, Rocky Mountain. So I'm going to check that out because I think people need to hear the people who live in these communities. Right. And, and not listen to and not li- Oh, in Portland. That's what mm-hmm. I thought that was the other one. And they signed a five-year contract. Yes. Five-year contract. And Chicago. Didn't Chicago just read That's it? right. You know, the, the, the other thing is, listen to, the, to the, the parents that have lost their kids to gun violence. A lot of them want it. You know, and, and um, so the was it last week or the week before I had a I had a meeting? But they were on Zoom. They're going to actually be here tonight. Yeah, that was a, that was two weeks ago on a yeah. Wednesday. So yeah, and, two weeks. And, and um, everybody that came, there were a few people that that weren't sure about it, but everybody walked out of there being for it because they got educated on it. That's and right. you know, um, 
it um one thing I know people that aren't for they think that it's video and they record you. It does not record you. No, no, it doesn't videotape you. It tells you where the shots are and it saves time. It saves time because we know, I mean, we've heard this might be anecdotal. Yeah, well, we've heard that that when when the call when the nine one one dispatched the call for Devon Pickett, it went to it went it went to Duncan Park first that area, right. which is which is opposite of where it should have been, and then then they then four four minutes later they showed up over on uh, uh, MLK and Union. Okay, there's a problem with nine one one dispatch number one, but uh, but yeah. also uh, had that had that been available there, they would went straight there. Right. I mean, they they'd have been they went straight there without wasting and not 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 eating up any time. So um, so, so our community is already surveillance. The whole world is surveillance. They listen to us when you're on your cell phone. Okay. That's right. And you have Alexa in your house. You know, if, oh, if, right. an Alexa. If you got an Alexa, if you're talking loud, Alexa will stop and listen. Okay. It is a listening device and it has been, it is recorded and reported things. People have been arrested because suddenly they heard on uh, that Alexa reported. So, so you're being surveillance all the time. Right. All so the time. If you have a cell phone, uh, smartphone, they're already in your house. <laughs> already in your house, really and truly. Cause I mean, if you call the IRS on a cell phone, They'll tell you that that's not a secure line. Now the IRS will do that because they've talked to me that way. They said, "Well, this is all I have at the moment. Well, we want to let you know it's not a secure phone. Not secure." Wow. The Russians are the Russians are listening. Everybody's listening. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, know they've been listening to us ever since the forties. What people don't understand that America has always had a listening post to listen to the people. I mean, like I said, all I say this often. I work for AT and T. 1969, 1970, uh, 1971, they could tell you who called on a direct call. I mean, because those mm-hmm. days, I mean, if you call person to person, they know who called. But if you mm-hmm. dial that number yourself, they could tell you who called, who they talked to, and how long they called if you questioned it on the bill. How did they know that? Wow. So, 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 so they've been listening. America has never yeah. been the country that we thought it was. Mm-mm. They've always been listening. Yep. You know, the, the thing about it also is, let's try it. It doesn't have to be a permanent thing. Let's try it. Instead of sitting back and not doing anything, we need to stop the gun violence. And if, if Well, we do. We need to, we, for the children who are living, uh, uh, yeah. who are living uh, in trauma, you know, living in trauma. Yep. So, yeah, so uh, you want to just uh, give the address again here so we can make sure that uh, people, I know you're not... I know y'all not serving in the spaghetti, but uh, anyway, that's okay. I forgive you for not making no dinner for us. <laughs> well, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm working on that, though. I'm oh. working on that. Well, yeah, because I can remember. Yes, yes, yes. And so we know. Uh, yeah, we know I'm, some I'm, of the good cook. We know some of the good cooks that that's right now. They're cooking in heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's making. She's making that. Uh, a heavenly uh, a peach cobbler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's one of the reasons why I, I I became chair, and she told me I will cook at every meeting. But I'm 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 gonna I'm we're gonna start that because all the other um, councils have food, and so. Well, and it always used to have a little something a long time ago. I mean, even, yeah. even it wasn't nothing but a little chicken strip, strip, strip yeah, or something. Yeah. So because when it coming to a six o'clock meeting, but yeah. Um, but uh, give us the uh, address again I, down there. I don't have the address. Oh, okay, seventy-seven. Yeah. Just to give the name of give the name of the church, and I'll give the oh, address. Um, Emerald City Bible Fellowship, uh, Pastor Drake. Seventy-seven twenty Rainier Avenue South nine eight one one eight. It's a zip code. So if you could, if you need to get it that way, you can also Google it and put the name of the church in. One thing about all of this information, I, if Twitter goes down, but I don't know. I don't use Twitter that much, but you know, I'm just like, okay, this guy might file bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they let him be like Trump, file bankruptcy and, and dis- discharge the debt uh, and lay off all those people, man, yep. I tell you, yeah, that that would be terrible. But yep. we need to, we need people to come out because really, this is not a pro or con. This is a straight information. Right. We're not, we're not, and, and then it come, and then if you have people in other cities who you know and the cities are using this, bring that information. 
We, ain't right. nothing, we don't want nothing back to 1946, okay? We need current, <laughs> we need current information. <laughs> yes, that's right. We, and we and need, I have to say, Mother, you know, you you do your research, and that that's what I, I, I love about you. You know, you don't just go on what somebody tells you. You do your research. Well, see, I didn't grow up in the age of the Internet. I yeah. had to go do it the hard way. You know, now, yeah. you, can, now you can just do Google something. Yeah. But, I mean, I love to do research, I mean, uh, and I love to study. So all of this kind of feeds into me. And then, you know, uh, Lynn Wilson, she's still, she's still, she's not an attorney of note anymore, but she still is an attorney. And so she helps with research. And so I'll have some information tonight. I just, um, it's privileged right now, so I just can't mm -hmm. put it out in the airways, but I'll have some information for you tonight when okay. I get there. And Lynn will be there. And I'll bring my own hamburger and french fries, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you okay. for coming on. All right. Thank you for having me. And right. come. Yeah, okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM kick in. And that, I'm your host from Walden. It's my joy to be on there. We'll be right back. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at virtueshealing.com. That's virtueshealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at virtueshealing.com today. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM. KKNW, I'm your host from Walden. I like that song. Give me some respect up in here. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. So thank you so much. We need respect. Boy, we do. I'm going to bring my next guest on. She was on last week, but uh, two transparencies. She's from Central Florida, where I'm from, uh, uh, Sanford. But uh, she's going to come back on to talk about this, uh, the, uh, this tropical storm. <laughs> And the election. I always say I've been downgraded from a hurricane to a tropical storm, baby. How you doing? <laughs> Harriet? Yeah. How you doing? I'm Come on in. I my volume right. I can barely, barely hear you. Can you hear me now? I can hear you well. You can hear me? Okay. Yeah. All I right, can hear you I good. got my volume up high to go. I don't know why I can't. I probably have to go in my settings. And uh, sometime in my settings, my volume will go down. Okay, well, we can okay. hear you, so I'll, I'll talk a little louder. Uh, so you were on last week, and we said we'd get you back on this week to talk about the election and the tropical storm. Uh, and you said this, you said before we came on air, it rained for five days, right? Uh, yeah. Um, well, it started raining uh, just a drizzle, and it drizzled for about two days, and then three, about two days we had a moderate rain, and you know, during the storm, that lasted two days, and we had a hard rain. If you've been uh, listening to uh, news from Florida, you see how Daytona Beach is washing away. Well, then the St. John River is still overflowing. It's going to take about, they said five days before it crests, because you know it runs north. And all, oh, yeah, everything it's yes, south, it runs north. Yeah, and everything south of us is coming up this way. So the river, the river is going to even overflow more here in Sanford. Yeah. Well, I remember Donna because you had something about Donna because Donna was the one when it overflowed and had alligators downtown. <laughs> That's right. Donna went all the way up to Fifth Street. Right now, it's yeah. Up I remember Fifth that. Street. Yeah, I, I remember that. See, I remember that. Uh -huh. So, what well, I'm uh -huh. glad you all were safe uh, and your house and your house is still standing. And uh, and I think yesterday you said that that your chickens had a little accident because you have chickens in your yeah, yard. Chicken pen caved in, but they got it up. They got it up now. Yeah, uh, and I'll let people know, Francis. You do live in the city. You do live in the city limits, don't you? <laughs> Sam, no, are you in I the live city in the limits? county. I, I'm not in the city limits, Harriet. I'm in the county, and I okay, just went to my backyard and I just picked a whole bin full of mustard greens. I'm gonna blanch them tonight and freeze them and take them with me. All right. Well, then before we go to your trip, uh, so tell me about the election. I mean, uh, did black people turn out or did they stay home and watch uh, Annie, Annie uh, on TV? I don't think they turned out, Harriet. 
they turned out a little better than than they did in uh in 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 the primary. They turned out a little better than they did in the primaries. But we back we back a red state again. We were purple, but we back red again. I mean totally red. We're not a swing state anymore. <laughs> well, Francis, they just wasn't doing this when we were growing up. It was, it was a red state in 1959, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a red state until Obama. We turned purple in the, with, the, with Obama. Yeah, but then those days when it was a red state, I mean, it was the Democrats when we were growing up. It wasn't no Republicans because the Republicans wasn't in power. It was the Democrats. It was still the Dixocrats. But uh, I, mean, oh, okay. I wasn't surprised. So the, so the Democrats were red? Huh? The Democrats were red? That color was red? No, they didn't have these colors when we were growing up because the oh. Democrats <laughs> won the South. The Dixocrats ran. I don't remember the because, see, uh, when I registered vote, I was in, uh, I was in, I was in college. I was in um, uh, Savannah State. Well, see, I never registered vote in Florida because of what the, I graduated in 63, and they passed the Voters Rights Act in 64, 65. So I never registered. I was never a registered voter in Florida. Oh, so you never you never registered in Florida? No, because when I left Florida, the, the, you couldn't, you still couldn't register. So oh, I graduated yeah, in 63. Right. You were too young. Well, that's no, what I, I went to Savannah. I was 17 when I went to Savannah, and I turned 18 while I was there. And I did two things while I was there my first year. I registered vote and I joined the NAACP at 18. Yeah, but what year was that? Six to, six to one. Okay, okay. Because Johnson didn't sign the Civil Rights uh, the Voters' Rights Act until 64, 65. See? Yeah, but we were still voting. My parents voted. My parents had registration cards. Well, my grandmother never had a registration card in Florida. Oh, yeah. You know, so no, those should never voted that that I knew of. Uh, 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 so yeah, I but, had um, an uncle in Alabama. He was one of the first ones to, uh, and I still got his voter registration cards. He was the one in the little county they lived in Alabama. He was one, he right. was like the first black to to register to vote in Alabama in that in the town where they live. And he lived, he lived to vote then, right? So yeah, so he wasn't harmed. So many people That's got beat had, up the houses. They had to, uh, they, they ask you all the stupid questions, you know? <laughs> yeah, how many how many bubbles in a bar of soap? You know, uh -huh. you know all that kind of the, stuff. The, you know, but, but right, the, black... the, the, the voters right bill, uh, which one are you talking about? Because one of them still haven't passed. Well, I mean, but but I'm just talking about the original one that what Johnson signed uh, uh, in 19, you know, 1964, 65. I mean, uh, to that go to the civil rights bill, was it? Well, Johnson signed more than one bill. He found the civil rights bill. Yeah, he signed the civil rights bill. Yeah, but the voters' rights bill—they still fussing over that one. They still uh, they haven't they haven't really passed it yet, have they? I don't. Well, know. no, I don't, they I have the that act. Was the bill they were calling the John Lewis bill. Well, but but they want to they want to uh, they they want to vote on the act again. The act is already there. They want to extend it again. I mean, John Roberts he kind of he kind of gutted it out. So you're right about that. In some levels, we're back to not being able to vote, and most people don't know it. But I tell you, the people in Florida and uh, in Georgia need to vote uh, uh, vote all the time, especially black people, because now. Florida being a continued red state, I mean, it's going to be even worse for people if they don't get out and, and take care of themselves. And I'm asking people well, right all this. Now, right now, if you're incarcerated, uh, you you can't vote at all. You can't register. You can't. And there are so many men and women in Florida that's incarcerated. Although well, they, they, they got some of them, but what, what it is, if you are a, if you are, if you if you're in, if you're incarcerated for a nonviolent crime, they'll give you a voter registration card. But if you're in, but if you're incarcerated for a violent crime, a felony, if you have committed, you can't register to vote in Florida. Well, in, in Washington State, once you get out and everything is, uh, you can register to vote. Uh, uh, once you, you can get your rights to vote back in Florida, in Washington State. A felon, a felon can can restore his rights to vote, and can vote uh, uh, because my son does herb vote, and they've been and they they uh, registering people, uh, and uh, and so that's what happens here. 
I mean, you, you know, you, well, you, you have watch heard it. on the news where they were arresting now uh, felons in Florida who who thought they had uh, thought they could could vote because they had gotten a voter registration card. Uh, you have to go to Tallahassee and go through some kind of training, and they, if you're not a felon, and they'll send you a voter registration card. And these people got a voter registration card, and they went to vote. And when they went to vote, they were arrested. Well, again, they were not informed of the total law, total, uh, and that's that's how they win. They never tell you what the real deal is. But I, but I think, that, I think it was a setup to try to prove that there was some fraud voting in Florida. I do too. And right. now, you but, know, Trump is saying uh, Trump is saying that he rigged the election for for DeSantis to win. <laughs> well, hey, maybe he did. <laughs> and you know, he calling him uh, he calling him uh, uh, Ron De, Ron De, what what is it? Uh, they, Ron Sanctimonious. Ron DeSantimonious. Yeah. Ron yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, this guy, he, he came along at the right time uh, uh, to be able to uh, uh, empower people who still had hate in their heart against us. I mean, because because you can only empower people to be harmed, to be harmful for other people if they have hate in their heart against those other people. So he's a good he's a good organizer. I mean, but the Republican Party got got we're going to have eventually have to have some soul searching. Uh, and now they say all the money is going to be going to DeSantis. But, you know, two uh, two years away is still a long time. I mean, a lot of things can happen uh, in well, two I years. One thing, Santos is buying, DeSantis is buying his votes in Florida. I mean, he I'm got sure. money going everywhere to every organization. He just passed, he just passed some type of uh, law that mothers now with babies don't have to pay tax on baby food or baby equipment <laughs> like strollers and baby beds and cribs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope black people don't fall fall for that, but I, they probably That's will. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> And but it's still gonna be locking up. Everybody that was okay. in the storm, everybody that was in the storm, whether you had damage or not, you got seven hundred and fifty dollar check. Well, that's not the way you use FEMA money. <laughs> FEMA, I mean, FEMA you know, got so much money. FEMA got so much money came in from these two storms. Until not only that, it's not only FEMA. Uh, I didn't apply, but I, I was told to get two hundred fifty dollars worth of food stamps. All you had to do was apply. And wow! Well, I months, for two months you would get two hundred and fifty dollars worth of food stamps. Well, I guess he can say that he's all he's been trying to be good, not only to the good white people, but for the two for the good Negroes too, and everybody else. I so he's he's buying, he so he, buying Florida. He buying he buying all the boats in Florida. Well, that means hey, maybe got, so. That means you got black people running around talking about you know the Sanders is not so bad after all. <laughs> well, but one thing that one thing they know, oppressed people always fall for the money. I mean, really and truly, oh, yeah. because they know they know you're suffering, and so uh, unless you got some clarity, and some people could say, hey, you know, this is just a trick. You know, going to reel you in, and then after you vote for the guy, then he's going to go back to being business as usual. It's a trick, people. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But one thing DeSantis can't control is the insurance companies. These insurance companies leaving Florida. I guess. They well, what about know. what about Disney? What about Disney? Because he took a he took the corporation. He took a lot of stuff from Disney. So, um, who that? Who you asking about? Disneyland, because you know he went there. I mean, oh, he, yeah, he we haven't heard anything from Disney. Disney said, "I think Disney and DeSantis have made an agreement." Because we had heard nothing about Disney throughout this whole, or the uh, the LQBG family, we heard nothing about these people the whole election. Well, who did he throw under the bus? The Negroes? Who did he talk about then? Nobody. The let the let the people around here tell him he hadn't thrown anybody under the bus. He threw Disney under the bus, but I think he got them out before he before they ran over him. Oh yeah, because uh, he took all the all, all the perks, and now they're gonna they're gonna just charge everything back to Orlando, back to Orange County. That yes, the I think in the census, Disney and the census came up with an agreement. Okay, well maybe he's a shrewd politician, then I'll give him that. 
You know, but now uh -huh. we got a few minutes later. We got just a few minutes, but I want to talk about this trip you're going to because I want my listeners to know about this legacy that's been going on uh, uh, for, for, for generations uh, up uh, where you're going. Now, let's just pick, let's pivot and talk about where you're going and a few minutes about that, okay. about what's going to be happening. Okay, we're going to Alabama. It's a little place called Elba, Alabama. And uh, my mother and father was, I was born in Elba, Alabama, 79 years ago. And my mom and dad, uh, as far as I can go back, it's about seven generations of us. And uh, before my mom and dad died, we would go to Alabama every Christmas and every Thanksgiving. My mom died in Alabama in 1981 and after she died in 1981 we only go back for thanksgiving so just right. for my with my children and my grandchildren my husband's children and his grandchildren we are expecting 30 people just coming to come for us then i got all my sisters that come you know i got nine sisters all my sisters come their family's coming we used to do uh, one big meal but now since all of us live there together each one of us got a house i got one house and two two uh two trailers i got one um one trailer that's a uh, um a, a two bedroom trailer and then i got another one that's a, a smaller one that's a two bedroom trailer my sister my sister miss emma she has three houses including my grandma's house uh my son got a house my daughter got a house and I got how many acres do you have, Francis? How many acres is it? How many acres is it? It's 123 acres. Oh, okay, 123 acres. You know, most people haven't seen that. If you live city people haven't seen 100 acres. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you know, so. acres, we got all the houses sitting on 27 acres, and the rest of it is used for hunting. We got our own gun range. We teach the younger girls and the younger boys. Uh, the proper way to use a gun, how to use a gun. The, the, uh, we got several mil. I got several of my family that's ex-military, and so for two days they they take them to the to the driving range and teach them how to shoot. Wow, Francis, we, this is outstanding. This uh -huh. is outstanding. And, uh, yeah, we got uh, we got all kind of things to ride through the woods. We got ATVs, UTVs, golf carts, everything. You know we. This time of the year is good for riding through the woods because the snakes are going in. <laughs> well, Francis, this is so interesting, and uh, and I know you'll be posting pictures, and I, I really wish you a happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Have a safe trip there and a safe trip back. But you got all those acres, honey. Hey, do you know what? You guys are rocking because you ain't making no more land. Okay, no yeah. more land. I ain't making. So. <laughs> uh, we have other little things we do traditional, like the tablecloth. The tablecloth, the, uh, the table that the tablecloth is on, uh, seat 10 people. Because now the feet, everybody, we have to put up card tables, but the big tablecloth seat 10 people. And uh, and what we do, the tablecloth on it every year. We sign the tablecloth of everybody who, who were present at the Thanksgiving for that year. Two years I missed because of COVID, but my family still had the reunions. And right. we, signed, okay. we signed the year. And uh, and so uh, we've been doing that by 15 years. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking time to come on out of your busy watching schedule to come on to fill us in about what happened in Florida and uh, and also about your legacy up in Elba, Alabama. Have a safe trip, and we'll be talking to you. Okay, Harriet, and you and your you and your listeners have a very happy Thanksgiving. All right. Thank you. You listen to uh -huh. the Mother's Justice Show. On 1150 AM, KKNW, I'm your host, Reverend Walden. I'll be right back. Thanks. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at virtueshealing.com today. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM, KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. Thank you for that song. It's one of my favorites and one of Francis' favorite. 
I just want to take a little time to just thank everyone who came out to Mother's Justice Show, uh, Justice Breakfast uh, last Thursday. Uh, we had um, we gave our first uh, annual Attorney of the Year Award to uh, Gabe uh, Gabriel Galando. Uh, he's an excellent attorney. I mean, he he brought us information about neocolonialism and all this stuff that happens, and why some things never change. I got a great understanding of that. And our keynote speaker was retired. Um, Judge uh, uh, Judy Hightower. Oh, she had so much information about Thurgood Marshall. I mean, he wrote over 1,800 uh, opinions. Uh, uh, and um, this is just such good information. These are things that we need to know. We need to know what Thurgood Marshall did for us as African-Americans, as Black people. He went to the court for us. Unlike Clarence Thomas, Clarence Thomas has been against us. But Thurgood Marshall was our friend. He was a friend of the Negro. Now, all so many case laws and stuff that's happened in America has happened because of him. I mean, so many changes that we see has happened because of Thurgood Marshall. He, uh, he, he was on the bench for almost 30 years, and he loved us. He loved us. And he was clear who he was working for. He wasn't confused. Uh, he wasn't confused. Brown versus, uh, overturned Brown versus the Board of Education, which actually uh, took us out of segregation. And now in so many places, we've, we've lost grounds because African-Americans have gotten complacent. I mean, they got good jobs and all of this other stuff, and they're not always voting. But America, the courts are always going to be the definer. Uh, and so we need to always vote. We want to thank everyone who donated, donated to Mothers for Police Accountability. Uh, and our job is to continue to uh, educate, fight for police, uh, for constitutional policing. Uh, and we're not against, we're not trying to, we're not abolitionists. Uh, we're not anti-anybody. Uh, we're for constitutional policing and we're not defunders. I mean, the council messed up Seattle and I don't know how they're going to fix it. But mothers had a good breakfast um, uh, and uh, we were so happy to see all the, the turnout. I want a big shout out to Shikani Salisbury uh, and, and our board I, I, and all our board members, uh, Patricia, uh, Reverend Patricia Valentine. Uh, Sherry Day, uh, Lynn, Lynn Wilson is, uh, is uh, a volunteer, and we have some new members uh, that, that signed up for Mothers, and we're just, uh, we're just keeping the work going, and then we have a strategic plan. We're talking more about that. You know, we're looking to, in, uh, to expand uh, and also looking for more people to come in, and uh, hey, we're looking at the legacy uh, uh, and new leadership here, uh, but um, in the meantime, we're just so grateful. And also we want to thank HD, um, uh, the, uh, the Virtuous Healing Circle uh, uh, and all of that uh, for, um, for our support, uh, for supporting Mother's Justice Show. Uh, and have a good week um, and thank everyone. And thank you, Eric, for all the good music. Can we go out on Mama <laughs> today? Can we go out? Can we end on Mama's song today? Thank you very much. We I'll talk to you next week. This is uh, Reverend Walden on the Mother's Justice Show. Have a great week. Thank you. I remember Mama and the love that she gave